0: I've watched you for a long time. Those are big shoes to fill. First coming and starting, my job right now is that playing like I don't, I don't have a job right now. But what I can do is, is be myself. Be who I am. Be the person that comes out every single day, works hard, be physical, and post my wheels on people. That's me, that's DJ. Always passionate about football. That's what I can give him. Lamar's great quarterback. He's like the Martin day Michael Vick. <laughs> I've never seen a kid so fast. I know he's a, he's a small player. He's a great player. The teammates are all, all like, love him. He like he's a humble guy. Being able to get to know him through Zoom and everything. So I can't wait. Your name is what? Danny Lee Jesus? Well, well my name Jesus. I ain't Jesus because I, I can't speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. My mom gave me that name. I was a.
1: 13 pounds, came in the world with a blonde mustache, big feet, hands and everything, ready to walk. You got two big guys to live up to now. You have Yana and Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome into the lounge. Garrett's out. Cliff is in. This is the new... You know what? Garrett just got a little old, won a few too many drafts, was getting a little big for his britches. Kick him out. Got it. We got Cliff in here today. Uh, so, really excited to have him on board and also thrilled to have a big time guest in DJ Fluker, the Ravens' new guard who's going to be competing for Marshall Yonda's starting spot. Uh, so, Cliff, A, welcome aboard. Thoughts on That'd coming get- on as, as a co host here? All right. Glad to pitch in. You're going to have to pitch in, buddy. I hope you got some questions ready.
2: Uh, I'll think of a couple,
1: man. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get to the interview, got to do our, our, our shout out to Ram Trucks. With every new season, there's new challenges to overcome. And Ram Trucks are built to crush everyone. They're powerful, dependable. They're the back-to-back motor trend truck of the year. But beneath their hardened exterior, Ram 1500 offers a standard of comfort with rear legroom designed for a comfortable lead. And the available rear auto-leveling air suspension found in Ram 3500 is beyond smooth. For great deals, go to Ram.com today. Big cash allowances and exceptional lease officers are waiting. Ram Trucks, the back-to-back motor trend truck of the year. There you go, Cliff. All right, with no further ado, we'll get into our interview with DJ Fluker. We are so thrilled to be joined by DJ Fluker. The newest Raven and DJ, I gotta start with this. Your your social media handle is DJ Fluker the Warrior. And I'm I'm pretty sure it's always a good thing to sign a warrior. So can you explain where that came from? How long you've been the warrior?
0: Um, I think I've been there since um I wanna say twenty twenty uh twenty ten twenty eleven. Oh, I, I actually, I want to say that back. I want to say 13, 13. Yeah, that's when I changed it, 2013. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel like looking at you, it's just like you literally like, I mean, you're just a big, like if I'm going to go into a battle against a bunch of warriors, I'm not picking you to go against.
0: <laughs> you you actually want me on, want me like on your side.
1: <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully you would. <laughs> well, now we do. Now we have you on our side. Can you just can you just talk a little bit about what led you to, to wanting to sign with the Ravens?
0: Um, honestly, honestly, it came out of the blue. Um, I finally I got released in less than by four hours. <laughs> they they called, you know. Um, and for me, that was kind of easy because you know, being able to go to Baltimore and go, go play for a championship too. Um, I, I watched uh, last year, um, film and stuff, stuff like that. They're right there, you know. So. It was an easy, it was an easy, easy, easy uh, decision, you know. Um, coming from a coming from the program I just came from, from the Seahawks, you know, and then coming into a program with 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 um, with, 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 with uh, Baltimore having Lamar as the quarterback, you know, it, it makes things a lot more similar, you know. So it wasn't too much of a quick change, you know. Same same um, same kind of concept of plays. You know, I was like, this, this this right here, I can thrive in this uh, run game too, because. Baltimore runs the ball, <laughs> you
1: know. So that's music to your ears. Is is the way the Ravens run the ball?
0: Oh yeah, they run
1: the, run first.
0: Shoot, maybe throw a pass later. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, but but I like I like it because um, they they have a big physical physical like office line. You know that's that that's what it's about about having guys that want to be physical, want to play play to the snap and everything like that. So. I feel. I think. I think to me that I feel great. In the, great in the offense.
2: DJ, I see uh, you looking good in your Ravens gear there. Uh, I see you. I've heard you're still out in Seattle. This has been obviously a, a really unusual offseason for all players with the COVID thing. Are you training out in Seattle? And have you been spending your time for the last couple of weeks since you have signed with the Ravens? What have you been doing?
0: I've been training about seven days a week so far. Training every single day. I've been training since. Honestly, I've been training since since the season ended. Two, I took like a week off, and I'm gonna right back right back to training. Um, I've been trying to stay social distancing, as you say, social distancing. Of course, you know, but people, you know, people still like to come up to me and take take pictures with me. You know, one of my what am I, what, what, what my I'm pulling my mask on, so it's uh, it's it's been a little bit hectic, a little a little bit. <laughs> but, but um, I've been um really like trying to. Um, checking my family. You know, I, I, lost, I lost one of my coaches. Uh, that coached my high school uh, about, la- like, uh, last month. So, um, it's been real, you know, trying to keep every, everybody safe, make sure my family's good, make sure they're, they're in the right um, headspace, uh, talk to my two sons and my, and my little girl, you know, just trying to keep everybody on the same page. You know, it's kind of tough, you know, but we got to stay safe.
1: So how how does the moving process like when you sign with a team in the middle of a pandemic, and you're on the west coast? Like when do you even how do you plan coming to Baltimore?
0: I think um as of right now I'm been I've been packing for the last last like couple of days, couple of weeks. actually packing everything up. Um, got into a little pod, you know, doing things in it, and um, I should be in Baltimore maybe on the 15th of June of uh, next month. So um, it, it's a little hard. You kind of worry about being catching flights, being next to people, especially with with the ten uh, month old too. So it, that that makes it a little bit hard too, because you know the babies with immune, babies like a um, like immune system isn't very strong yet. So it, it, just trying to like, how can we get there safely? You know, I think that that that's the most stressful part for
2: me and my family. Now it's no secret, you know, a lot of people think that you know you'll be the starting right guard and. Obviously the Ravens had a Pro Bowl Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame right guard and Marshall Yonder, who just retired. How do you feel about maybe stepping into that spot and joining a new team? Um, you know, is that you have a chip on your shoulder to prove that hey, you know, you've been bouncing around a few years and I wanna settle down here and what's it like stepping into a guy's role after Yonder has been there so long?
0: You know. I watched Yonder for a long time. I've heard of him, heard of him for a long time. He he's a great guy. He um played with I me. Mean, those are big shoes to fill, you know. Um, but you know, Yonder did his thing. That was that's what he, that's what he was known for: being physical, tough, and getting after people. You know, that's his mentality. You know, th- those are hard shoes shoes to fill. But what I can do is is be myself, be who I am, be be the person that. Comes out every single day, works hard, be physical, and and post my will on people. That's that's me. That's DJ. Always passionate about football. That's what I can give. You. Um, for as for us coming and starting my job right now is that playing like I don't, I don't have a job right now. I'm going in here working like I don't have I don't, I don't have anything. You know that's what my that's why that's what my every single season when I step into a um football program, you know, coming in and work, work my ass off, and that's what I do. So when it when the opportunity like when the opportunity when the opportunity um, sees four, I'm gonna be be in a lineup somewhere, hopefully.
1: And, and I mean, you talk about Yann and watching him for a long time. Obviously, a, an awesome player, but a, a different body type than you. I <laughs> you know. I mean, he was kind of a a little bit shorter, not nearly as big as you. Was there something? Did you take anything from Yann's game, or do you say? Hey man, he's he's awesome in his own way, and I play the game kind of a different way.
0: I mean, Yon's a great player, you know. Um, um, once again, he's a great player, you know. He, he, he does things that most guys can't do. You know, being uh, being, you know, watching on him for the past couple of years, he's a great guard. You know, I things people can't do certain do things that he does. You know, you know, and but me, I, I can do. My thing is taking guys off the ball. That's my that's my that's my go-to. Moving guys where they need to be. At. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> that's who you are getting. I I move people. You know, and that's what I that's
2: what I'm good at.
1: Well, that's a that's a good thing to have on a in an offensive lineman. We could use some of that.
2: Yeah. DJ, you won you won 3 national titles at Alabama and haven't, you know, been able to to be on a Super Bowl winner in the NFL. How how big is that on your bucket list to try and win a Super Bowl? And how much did it play in the Ravens being a contender as being the type of team you wanted to join?
0: You know, um, I, I think it goes back, goes back to when Ray Lewis was, was actually there. <laughs> he won a Super Bowl, you know, growing up and uh, watching him. um, Being being there to be a part of your senior, actually haven't got a ring yet, you know, yet personally. And, and, and and the window championship were great in college, but a, a Super Bowl ring will mean the world to me. <laughs> you know, um. So I got something to to work towards and work to, towards with my teammates now. You know, and and set goals. So that's what I'm taking it from it. So I, I gotta, we gotta figure figure out how we gonna do it.
1: You know. And speaking of Alabama, how excited are you to be uh, reuniting with Mark Ingram?
0: It's gonna be fun. <laughs> you know a funny story. Um, me, me, actually, I want to say in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I'm man. Mark had took me on, on a, little, a little, um recruiting visit. Took me out, took me out, um, a little bit. You know, showing around town, showing people, showing me what what the program program is about. But man, that dude right there can dance. <laughs> I, <laughs> Hey, we we had a dance battle one one time. We're was a little bit, you know, a little bit like three hundred and fifteen pounds, and you know, high school, little light, <laughs> you know. But man, that guy right there, he got sweet feet, man. I tell you that he can move. I ain't never seen nothing nobody like that. that can move, can they? Can move a like more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and and DJ, you know, now that the Ravens will be your your third team, and I and I believe the past four years, you know. Can you talk a bit about you know why you feel like you've kind of bounced around a little bit now, and, and whether that does leave you wanting to prove something?
0: I mean, my my thing is, is is this: I work my tail off. No matter where I go or where I am, I, I work my ass off. That's that's me. You know, um, I don't know why. I mean, maybe they want younger. Maybe they want different different type of different type of player. I don't know. I can't speak for that. But what I can speak for is coming here, showing who I am as a person, as well as a football player. That's what I can do. And whatever happens from there, it happens. I I can't control that. Nobody else control that. But the man, but the man, the man upstairs. And that's it. I'm gonna be myself. But I promise you, you are gonna love watching. I, I'll <laughs> tell you that. And I would, and, and if it shows, and, and, and if that's the case, that I would make Baltimore, Baltimore. Like my home, but I'm gonna come in here. Uh, of course, I'm gonna have a chip, have a, a chip on a chip on my shoulder because I'm I'm offensive line. Of course, we, we gotta play like that, you know. But you gotta have some dog in. I got some dog in, me, so it's gonna be a little bit different.
2: <laughs> you mentioned uh, Russell Wilson earlier, and obviously you're coming here. You'll be playing with Lamar Jackson. Uh, you guys got a little taste of Lamar last year, what he can do up in Seattle. Uh, how much are you looking forward to blocking for Lamar and being in the same offense with him at the helm? Uh, I, I, you know,
0: Lamar's great quarterback. He's like the Martin day Michael Vick. <laughs> I've never seen a kid so fast. You know, I, I was in that game. I didn't play that game. Um, uh, more kind of I guess I was scouting on sideline. I guess, you know, <laughs> watching um, watching that kid got some some crazy crazy talent. You know, um, it, it's gonna be an awesome experience to even to even play with him. You know, during his prime time right now. So. Um, I can't wait for it. I know he's a, he's a smart player. He's a great player. Teammates all, all like love him and everything like that. And he seems like he's a humble guy. You know, being able to get to, to get to know him through through Zoom and it, through Zoom and, it, and everything. So I can't I can't wait.
1: What's it been your take on on like the Ravens culture so far in your time with you know your brief time with the team so far? You
0: no, know, um, being a part of of this program, it, it's all about winning. About winning and being a team, and, and and having that bond. Guys getting to know each other. Guys doing activities with each other. You know, um, guys talking on Zoom after hours. You know, and, and you kind of see how guys interact and, and you want to be a part of that. You know, that's that's a family. Um, I I, I can tell guys are always checking up on you, and and and, and you know, I've been to other places, and other places don't do that. You know, um. I think that's that's what separates this organization from any other, and they they do a great they do a great job a great job with that, and sure I'm excited to be a part of it.
2: Do you like the fact that uh, you don't have to look far to see other Alabama guys with this organization? Uh, that's kind of you know Alabama pipeline that I guess Ozzie Newsom Newsom started, and so many Al- Alabama players. How do you feel being a, being a part of that?
0: Sure, I'm right back at home,
2: Road tied. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's
0: gonna it's gonna be fun. I mean, cracking and and jokes and hearing and hearing all their stories. Uh, you got uh mother Humphrey, played Alabama. Uh, seen that, you know. Um, you, you know, just guys that have been picked up. So I can't wait to meet them.
1: So, so DJ, we want to introduce fans to you a little bit personally, and uh, you know, you're a New Orleans kid. Uh, originally but uh you know we read that your family lost everything in hurricane Katrina in 2005 and and you guys were even homeless for a little while can can you share a little bit about what that experience was like and, and how it molded you into the man that you are today
0: i think i think that that kind of changed me made me more tough made, made me tough mentally um, I, i'm very glad i had people in my life to help guide me cuz i i could have went on went on around pal. And um, traveling down a whole different, different destiny. But you know, I, I guess God had a plan for me. You know, being homeless. You know, you you kind of get bitter, sleeping sleep in the cars, um, sleeping in the cold. You know, eating out of garbage cans. You know, that that stuff will put a toll toll on a kid. You know, growing up, I think that Katrina hit Katrina hit kind of destroyed destroyed a lot of opportunities, but it also opened doors to better to better opportunities. You know, being going to, going to uh, to Mobile, Alabama, and go play football over there. You know, um, still have some family down in New Orleans, but you know, it it kind of led me to a way where I had to help my family survive. You know, and and football was kind of like my way out. And thing, thing, thankful like thank for life, my brother because cause we had two. I also got two sisters, two sisters, two sisters um as well. Um, somebody stay home. So one some one of us have have to be a sacrifice so either one of us gonna make it or we all gonna make it, you know what I'm saying? But like being being so young, so we didn't understand it at the time, but we all had we all had different destinies. So, you know, my thing was me was that I had to have my mom work, you know, I had to do a little cutting grass or stay after school to go somewhere else to house and clean out the garage, you know, stuff like stuff like that, you know, to help to help to help make money for my family. And some of my brother, we all we all chipped in on weekends, going going to cook, going to go cook, um cut grass and stuff like that. So it really like humbles you, you know, um, gives you a, diff- a diff- different perspective. Now that we're older, we all laughing now, like, damn man, that was hard. But look, life is a little bit harder than you know, because now we we we're, we're grown, we got kids now, and you know, you, you kind of look back at it like, damn man, if we if we didn't go to the adversity, what what would we have been now, you know. And and what I and what I take from that is that every day is in promise, and so if you're not gonna live it, live it to your, live it to your fullest, and what's the point of what's the point point of living? You know, if you're not giving everything everything you are, so that's my mentality. That's what made me strong. That's what that's what made me. When everyone else said I can't do something, I, I always prove prove wrong because I know where I come from. Now, did I let that? I let coming from a hood environment define me? No. Why would I? That ain't me. But why would I? I have people to help guide me and put me put me in the right direction. Because I can go tell another young man whether he black, white, it don't it don't matter. I can tell him the same thing. Hey, you had a better opportunity doing something different.
2: That made me strong. Now, didn't you almost quit football at one point? I know you were working a lot, had jobs. You almost quit in the eleventh grade. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, um, actually, yeah. Um, well, yeah,
0: I did. I came from when I left Biloxi High School in 2007. End of the year, my mom, my mom had lost a job and everything, and we well, yeah, got right, right, right back on the street again. <laughs> you know, it kind of sucks. <laughs> you know, um, I also got hurt that year too. I ended up tearing my shoulder that year too. So, you know, a lot, a lot of things going on. I can't really say too much, but a lot of things things were going, were kind of going on during that time. But um, I did kind of quit on football. I, I was like, I can go make, I can go make a ton more money going to, going to a job working than me playing football. Cause football is not paying my bills right now, no. Like during high school, and um, um, during that time, we were homes during a period of time. I right, ended going to um, Foley High School. Uh, that's where I met my coach, Ty Watson. And I also met Julio Jones that same year. Um, and he asked me, "Hey, do you do you play football?" And I was like, "No." I said, "I don't play football." And, you know, I was walking around. I no, I was a big old kid, big kid walking around school. No one knew really knew who who I was. You know, no, you know, like being on school campus and everything. And I didn't want to play no more. I just told him I don't. I don't have a love for it no more. You know, I I got things to do. I got to make sure my mom and my sisters like they all eat. And we all working together, you know. That's what it. That's what it came down to. But eventually, as life as life kind of hits you. You gotta. You gotta do what you gotta do. So they end up coming, making me play. <laughs> kind of making me play, you know. Yeah. And, and I'm kind of glad. Glad I did. I'm glad I did. Got back into it. Start playing again. And I think that opened more doors. Or opening up more doors. Doors for me, you know. Um. I, I think my coach for for taking the opportunity to, to actually encourage me to go back and play because I am going to college. I right? had every college in the country coming coming for me. I was the number one prospect in football. I didn't even know. <laughs> Cause, cause I, I didn't, I'm, 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 I'm dead serious. I didn't I, I did, I did know. I was, I was a five-star prospect, and I didn't understand what none of that crap meant. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> because when you come from – in a lower priority, you don't have internet. You don't have a auto resources. You don't have stuff. From, I I had a flip phone, so, what what am I Google? You know what I'm saying on a flip phone? You can't. <laughs> so I didn't know nothing about. It. I mean, unless I was unless I was in school, but even even then, I mean, half the time I was at work, so it didn't didn't really phase me that much. Well, okay, five so okay, whatever, you know. But not knowing how big it actually was, football-wise, I, I, Alabama, like how big. Like how big on the biggest scale, biggest biggest scale of football that it was. I didn't get it till later on, you know. And so I'm thankful. I'm happy that people took a chance on me and actually helped me get where get where I'm at today.
1: And, and I I read that you originally wanted to play defensive line. You're a little you're a little salty about having to play offensive line.
0: Oh man, I hate the offensive line. Trust me, I hate the offensive linemen. I hate it. I hate it. I hated hate everything about it. But then I ended up playing it. <laughs> But the best thing—the best thing my coach told me—he was like, "Dude, you want to make a lot of money, one day?" And I was like, "Yeah." Well, you need to go play left tackle. <laughs> like, what? I was like, "What? Off his line? I do not to play that." But—but but I did. You know what I'm saying? So, but the best part about it is that I kept—I kept my uh, mentality uh, that dealer mentality. So it made me still like pissed off. E- either either I'm blocking somebody or taking them downfield, taking them out back. Somebody got to do it. <laughs> So that's me.
1: <laughs> now, you know, we, we had Pat Ricard. Pat Ricard's a two way player. He's a defensive lineman and fullback. So maybe, DJ, you can talk the coaches into it, you know, give you a few reps of D tackle.
0: Oh, man. Now, nah, them days, always that fast, pitch, <laughs>
1: that fast pitch
0: muscle gone right now.
2: <laughs> Shoot. Now, your name is what? Danny Lee Jesus. Has, have you always gone by DJ? Who gave you that handle? How do you, how do you end up being DJ fluke? Oh well well my
0: name Jesus. I ain't hate because I I can't speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> my oh, man. my mom gave me that name. My mom gave me my, my mom had a my mom had a child before me, um, but she had she had miscarriage during that time and um mom said my mama told me when I as I got older, she said if I ever had a, a kid, my first kid she was she she praying to God about it, She I I would name him Jesus. And so here I am, <laughs> you know,
1: you know, Jesus,
0: <laughs> you know, she she get but she didn't give it to my middle name, so um she and she named me that, and honestly it's been a special, a, a very special journey, you know, um, I, I'm with that, so yeah, um, my mom gave it to me, she was happy, I was a 13 pound pound baby, Whoa. came in the world with a blonde mustache, <laughs> big feet, hands and
1: everything, ready to walk. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Thirteen pound. God bless your mother. Holy cow. Were you? Were you always like the biggest kid? Like your whole life? Like were you just always the biggest person in your life?
0: Um, was I? I, I want to say yes and no. There was a girl bigger than me in, in high school, and I was well. She was taller. Than me. She was bigger. than me. She was more taller.
1: Than
0: me. <laughs> uh Have I always been the tallest? No. It's a girl, chick, tall. It was a girl taller than me. Have well, I been the biggest dude? nah when we go when I go home Louisiana now I am not the biggest dude. there <laughs> are guys huge out there. there's some big country carrying trees, farmers out there that are always bigger than me
1: <laughs>
0: so, you know but i I've always been in the biggest city i I've been probably like the second biggest i've been i was the first biggest my senior, year. but other than that nah, they there ain't too many guys than are are massive massive or should I say.
2: This is true by eighth grade you were almost you were almost four hundred in eighth grade is that true that's true I, And i and a duck a
0: basketball How about that <laughs> I was it like six good. foot three I think I was in my c three c four and I snuck and duck a dug a whole
1: basketball wow that's awesome that's, that's awesome so what what like what are is your ideal playing weight now
0: uh three forty five that, that's my playing weight three forty five three forty three uh that was my playing weight. Uh, if I get down to three thirty, shoot, uh, I'm a whole, I'm a whole different breed of animal there. But no, three forty-five is like three
1: forty-five, three forty-five, and then under three fifty, I'm good. Right, right, right. Well, you said you was training seven days a week, so he, it looks like you're right on target for that. Oh man, I've been busting my tail.
0: Someone, someone gotta get it, man. You know, you know what I mean. I mean, I don't work this hard, just look, just look this good now.
1: <laughs> well dj it's been a pleasure man you you got two big guys to live up to now you have marshall and jesus so you got big shoes <laughs> we're, we're thrilled to have you man welcome to the team thanks for joining us welcome man thank you
0: i appreciate you guys
1: Great stuff from DJ. I'm thrilled to have this guy on the team, man. He's got some personality. I think he's going to be a really fun, good addition. He's going to be good in this locker room too, Cliff.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, I think he'll fit in really well. I love his attitude, you know, wanting to be nasty on the offensive line. The coach is going to love that. He certainly has the body to be physical. And, uh, yeah, I think that it's a good time in his career to be joining his team, a team that obviously has Super Bowl aspirations. He's never done that. Um, excited about playing
1: with Lamar. Yeah, it just seems like the right fit at the right time. Right. It just, you know, it always, it shouldn't, but it it always shocks me how, like, the perfect player seems to get released at the position of need that the Ravens have. You know, I mean, like, it's just uncanny. DJ Fluker just drops out of the sky all of a sudden. Ravens scoop him up, plug him in. I mean, I'm not sitting here and saying, hey, he's the starting right guard right now right Right. I mean it's still going to be a competition he he and Ben Grubbs and Tyree Phillips the rookie third round pick I mean they're going to duke it out Ben Bradison maybe gets into that mix so he's going to have to win that spot ultimately I expect that he probably will and I because I think he's just he's got the most experience we're in a a COVID shortened you know offseason I think experience means even more and just the size, the the style of play he has just fits this team so well. Right. I mean, yeah, he's
2: got the edge to me, as you mentioned, because of the experience. But, yeah, I think that there's an element of luck, as you mentioned before. You know, guys fall into you at the right time. But the Ravens are always looking, man. You, all, you have to be ready for opportunity. And when they make those statements about, you know, always looking to improve, you know, Fluker's a guy I think they had their eye on and knew that, he might be a casualty in Seattle. And obviously they knew Yonda was probably going to retire. And they were ready to pounce and went to make it happen. And, it, and it's an advantage right now for the Ravens, who doesn't want to join a team that just went 14-2? and two? So that is an edge that you don't always have. Right now they have it with these veterans. I think they're using it to their advantage very well.
1: Yeah, for sure. Executive of the year, Eric DaCosta. just go. making it happen. There you go. All right, let's take a little time to give a shout out to Ram Trucks. Take it from Ram Trucks. The only thing better than winning a championship is winning back-to-back championships, like being named the back-to-back motor trend truck of the year. Go to Ram.com to get the latest stats and latest offers on the rugged and luxurious Ram 1500 with an available Ram box cargo management system. And the industrious Ram 3500 Heavy Duty offers an available 1,000-pound feet of diesel torque when properly equipped. It kind of sounds like what DJ Fluker is going to bring, about 1,000 pounds of torque. Uh, So for great deals on Ram trucks, the back-to-back motor trend truck of the year, go to Ram.com today. I want to see a Ram 1500. Heck, give me a Ram 3500 versus DJ Fluker. Who wins that?
2: I don't know, but I think he probably look good in one of those Rams. I know that. He,
1: he's got a Ram body, that's for sure. <laughs> he's got the Ram body, exactly. All right, well, before we go, I want to read one email here. This one comes from Martin Willamos, and he says, uh, Hey, Ryan and Garrett, we'll sub in Cliff.
2: Thank hey, you. We'll sub in, in Cliff here.
1: Great podcast. I live in Copenhagen, Denmark, and, I, and listen to the lounge every week. Very cool. Copenhagen, I hear it, Cliff. Great food scene out there. Like some of the best restaurants in the world in Copenhagen. I'm interested. I'm I know interested. I gotta get. I, once I can get on a plane, I'm down. I get it. Uh, so he said, uh, together with with two guys, I'm in charge of Baltimore Ravens Denmark Facebook page. That's pretty cool. Uh, his suggestion is an episode of the Lounge with international fans. It could be a fan from Germany, Spain, Denmark, Great Britain, Canada, Brazil, just to get together talking about being a Ravens fan outside of the U.S. I think it's a great idea.
2: It is the fly going international. I like it. I do. We
1: we have a great international uh, listener base. Uh, so I think I think talking to some of those people, you know, and really, I've got like the travel itch. I'm a big international travel guy. Usually take a couple international trips a year. Oh, yeah. I'm very blessed. Yeah. Um, but I, right now, I'm like dying over here, not be able to get out of the country who isn't right we all exactly are. yeah so i think i think this might kind of scratch the itch for me
2: no i, I love that idea it would be yeah. very
1: interesting i'm sure we'd learn a lot and uh, i'm sure they'd love to do it Let's yeah it yeah out. all right all right well thank you martin for the email as always you can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net thanks for listening and we'll be back with you next week